song kind of just sing about it, but Lord, thank you that we experience your faithfulness day in and day. Lord, that you promise and you are faithful. Lord, you, we've never seen a righteous forsaken nor a seed begging for Father, thank you for revealing yourself to us each and every moment to us. And Lord, that we can rest in you knowing that it's not by might nor power, but it's by your spirit. It's by your spirit working in us. Lord, this mixed up world, Lord, you've given us hope. You've given us strength. You've given us love. You've given us purpose. Lord, you've given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Not only do you supply all of our needs, but you're able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we would ever ask or even think. So, Father, thank you today. Lord, reveal more to us of your goodness, of your truth, of your faithfulness. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Good morning. Good morning. Man, I love singing about the faithfulness of God. Good morning. My goodness, he is faithful. He who promised is, not he was or he will be, he is faithful. Is means right now. He is faithful. You know, we, we live in a mixed up, messed up society. Everybody's not like that. But the, the system is broken. The system is going more and more toward the Antichrist spirit and the Antichrist belief. Antichrist just means anti-anointing. So it's going against God and against His Word and against the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, we sang that what a beautiful name. There is no name that's more powerful. We serve the living God. He's not a dead God. He's living. And I, you can go to Him anytime, any place, and at any, anywhere, anytime you want. You can go at 3 in the morning, 3 in the afternoon, 10 at night, 10 in the morning, and He's always there ready for you. He doesn't say, well, you can't come right now because I'm a little bit busy. I got 300, other, 300 million other people that are, are knocking on my office door or the temple door or the Holy of Holies door, however you want to look at it, and I don't have time for you. No, God always has time for you. You know, remember, I don't know if you ever saw the movie Bruce Almighty. He kept hearing voices. Well, it was all the prayer. And so he, it, it, they just kept coming in, coming in. And so he finally just hit yes. <laughs> well, that was a mess. <coughs> but God's promises are yes and amen. amen. His promises. Not what we want to make up. Not what some unbeliever wants you to believe about God. His promises are yes and amen. That's why you need to know his promises. Spirit of God will help you. Amen. Why listen to some person, I, I'm going to be nice, who has no relationship with God, but he's got a GB, CD, you know, um, in theological studies, and he's a heathen to the core, and he's going to teach you about God. What in the world? 
You can have a five-year-old teach you more about God than that theologian. I'm serious. Now, the theologian is spirit-filled, and he's been with God. No, that's that's different. Praise the Lord. I'm, because he's got a lot of wisdom and insight. Turn to Genesis 4. I'm calling this this morning living right in a mixed-up world. Amen. Living right. There is no, and I've been talking to Marissa about there is no premium about living right. People think, well, what's the use of living right? It doesn't seem like anything happens to someone that doesn't walk with God, and he's just out there doing their own thing. And <clears throat> My God, that's Malachi 3 all over again. We'll look at that later. But God wants us to live right. Amen. You, you know, I wrote, we are living the last day as the world goes more and more toward the Antichrist spirit. We need to have more resolve to live right. Mm -hmm. You have to have real resolve that you are going to live right no matter what. Amen. Nobody's watching. You know who's watching? God is. The angels are. The devils are. They're listening to what you're saying. Because we give voice and remember the scripture that the angels heed. What did they heed? The voice of the word of God. Doesn't say whose voice. They heed the voice of the word of God coming out of whoever's mouth. They heed and they 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 have assignments according to the word that comes out of our mouth. Well, if that's true, it's probably true about demons too. See, we don't fall for the lies that you can live anywhere you want to live. It's not true. Hyper grace. Big in the church. Not the not in Christianity, in the, in the church. You can do whatever you want and that's okay. No, that who did whoever said that? That's not true. I hear all kind the fear that I hear out of people's mouths. You know, I work my part man, one person supposedly got COVID, and you know what? Nobody wanted to come to work. Well, where's so and so? Where's so and so? Where's so and so? Oh, they freaked out when they heard. And, and it's so sad because People are controlled and moved by things that aren't even true or half-truths or lies. I'm not saying it doesn't exist, and I'm not saying that at all. But at what point do we finally grab hold of Matthew 8? Verse 16, when evening had come, they brought to him many who were demon-possessed, and he cast out the spirits of the word and healed all who were sick. And it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying he himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. You get sick, there's a healer there. <laughs> you, you understand? I'm not saying trouble won't come to your, your house. But trouble doesn't need to stay at your house. Right doesn't need to stay there. They camp out. They 
Where did I say the term? Okay, go to Matthew 6 first. We'll get to Genesis. Matthew 6, verse 33 out of the Amplified. But seek, aim at, and strive after, first of all, all His kingdom and His righteousness, His way of doing and being right. We need to strive after and go after His way of doing and being right. Doing the right thing and being right. That's your position in Christ, the righteousness of God. But, because you've been made righteous, should propel you to do what's right. But, you know, I, I've done what's right and I, got, and I got burned or they punished me for that. Maybe. They hung Jesus on the cross for being right and doing right, right? They crucified him. Now, that was the plan from the foundation of time. The, 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 the Bible says if the enemy would have known it, if they would have known it, they would have never crucified him. That was the plan. God's all, I love God. God's always working. And the enemy thinks he's one up. My goodness. Resolve, have resolved to do what's right. Because when things come your way, blessing and that, you're not a demon in hell that can take it from you. Mm -hmm. You do it the world's way, the world take it from you. Just, you know, under the table deal. Under the table deal comes to the forefront. God will not be mocked. Whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. That verse is scary to me. It is. It's scary. In a good way. That means if you're going to sow what's right, you know what? You're going to reap. Praise the Lord. Don't always focus on the negative. My goodness. But let me, let me read this. But seek, aim at, and strive after, first of all, His kingdom and His righteousness, His way of doing and being right, and then all these things taken together will be given you besides. Then, if you, if you go to Hebrews, go to Hebrews. Hebrews 10. Verse 35, Therefore do not cast away your confidence which has great reward, for you have need of endurance, so that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise. After you've done the will of God. What does it mean to do the will of God? What? Don't get... Oh my... I gotta... Be, no, I gotta be perfect. No, because out of your relationship with God, because of your faith in Him and your relationship, your intimacy with Him, it produces something from within that, my God, you want to follow Him. You want to have fellowship with Him. When you do what's wrong and you know it, what does it do? It breaks fellowship with God. And you know it, a person's heart. Your own heart starts condemning. You know on the inside, oh, God, something. Huh. You, you'll know. It's, it doesn't take a... 
people know. Well, but if you if you continue to do that and you hear people say, oh, that's okay, that's okay, that's okay, that's okay. Eventually, if you listen to that, you will circumvent the process and your heart will become so dull that you're, that, that yuck, you're, it almost don't even feel it anymore. You've suppressed it. You've put it aside because you don't want to deal with it. You, I mean, you hear what I'm saying? And so people do that, and you wonder how in the world do they get to where they're at when they've walked with God? That's how. It, it's, a, it's a period of time. If you don't ever start that process, it won't ever affect you. Boy, that's good preaching. I can say amen when you go home, and you've heard more than... Resolve to do what's right. Amen. Living right in a mixed up world. People are watching you. They're watching. You might not think so. I remember one time, and this was a little weird. I was at when I was at Family Harvest Church, Adam was a woman, I don't know if it was a couple, and said, They're older. We've been watching you. <laughs> been watching how you worship well why are you not worshiping right <laughs> why are you watching me mm-hmm. and they were just said that man how real it was and how much you, you know you love God and well they're watching me people are watching you they're watching you on your job they're watching you in the house they're watching you wherever you may be Right? They're watching. And those same people watching you, they start knowing you're for real. And a lady the other day said to me, just out of nowhere, saying, you know, I really need to to start um, really working on my relationship with the Lord. <laughs> this came out of nowhere. I'm like... I said, I, you know what I said? You're right, you do. That's what I said, you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, this person has watched me. They, they've heard me, they've heard me talk. They, and, well, what, what starts happening, the presence of God starts infiltrating. Mm-hmm. Don't think the devil's always infiltrating, so is God. Mm-hmm. God will never be outdone. We know how it's going because we know what the scriptures say. Right? But you think God's done working? If he was done, we'd be out of here. He would have raptured us. Well, he hasn't yet. So we're still here. Apparently, we got some work to do. But, again, in these days, living, you know, another word you can say would be holiness, which is a swear word many times. Holiness isn't some religious, I'm going to live right now, I'm holy. Holiness is being set apart by God to do His will. That's holiness. When you're a holy, you decide, I'm going to do God's will, no matter what. And at times, you're going to, you, you're going to suffer. It may happen. It's all over the scriptures. Now, go to Genesis 4. I told you we'd get there. Genesis 4. 
Now, Adam knew Eve, his wife. The New Living said they had sexual relations. And she conceived and bore Cain and said, I have, I have acquired a man from the Lord. Then she bore again, this time his brother Abel. Now, Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. And in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought an offering of the fruit of the ground of the Lord. Abel also brought of the firstborn of his flock and of their fat. And the Lord respected Abel and his offering, but did not respect Cain and his offering. And Cain was very angry, and his countenance fell. Well, what is going on here? Was it because he brought sheep and he brought plants? No, I don't believe so. Cain brought an offering. Abel brought the tithe and an offering. A little, it's different. He brought the first fruit. I really believe he was taught about tithing and, and doing what, what's right. Well, people want to give God whatever and they want God to accept it. How do you please God? By faith. You cannot please God without faith. You cannot please God by fear. You can't do the word of God because of fear. <laughs> People, and I'm not talking about the fear of God. You know, where we're reverencing. I'm talking about fear. Oh my God, I better do because I'm going to get hammered if I don't. Well, that's, you're, you're operating in fear, not faith. We have to operate in faith. Well, Abel brought what was right. And here it was his... So the Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry, and why has your countenance fallen? If you do well, will you not be accepted? People want to be accepted. You need to accept me. For Well, I accept you as a human being. But again... We have to, but doing right comes out of a faith and a relationship with God. Amen. That's why people in the world, they can't ever please God. They'll try to do right, and you'll see them fall on the wagon, fall off the wagon, and, and Christians jump on that bandwagon too because they've never, they've never settled in their heart who they are. That song, Jire, man, about... I, I'm, I'm never be loved more than I am right now. That's true. You might, the, the thing, what happens is you start understanding it more and receiving it more and more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if you do not do well, sin lies at the door and a desire is for you, but you should run rule over it. You see, it says... And his desire is for you or towards you. If you do sin, the, 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 that desire, that sin desires towards you, it starts, it starts controlling you. People are more controlled by doing what's wrong than doing what's right. And they're controlled by what they hear out there. The popular thing, oh, and then you need to follow this. And there's a lot of fear out there. And so people start making decisions based on fear or threats. No. There is nowhere in the script. There, is, there are threats all the time coming from the enemy. All the time. 
Who overcame? Those that, my God, they just dogmatically determined, I'm going to do, I'm going to do right. I'm going to, I'm going to believe God. And so, like, you see, Cain was so mad, he ended up killing Abel. He then he ran as a vagabond. God marked him, though. Put a mark on him, some type of mark that God actually protected. That no one was to kill him. Well, because Cain said, you know, am I, am I my brother's keeper? He said, when you till the ground, it shall no longer yield its strength to you. A fugitive and a vagabond you shall be on the earth. And Cain said to the Lord, my punishment is greater than I can bear. Surely you have driven me out this day from the face of the ground. I shall be hidden from your face. I shall be a fugitive and a vagabond on the earth. And it will happen that anyone who finds me will kill me. And the Lord said to him, therefore, whoever kills Cain, vengeance shall be taken on him sevenfold. And the Lord set a mark on Cain, lest anyone finding him should kill him. Then Cain went out from the presence of the Lord and dwelt in the land of Nod on the east of Eden. And boy, some bad stuff came out of that, out of the fruit of that man. See, God's looking for us. And I'm using the word do right. You have to do right. Amen. Doesn't he do right? <laughs> Remember that guy? Oh, But you do right because you are right. Amen. It's based on knowing who you are. People don't even know who they are anymore. Mm -hmm. And it's sad. They don't know what sex they are. They don't know what sex they want to be. I mean, it's out there. It's all over the place. And 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 they're they're convinced because of lies that there's somebody else. If they were somebody else, they would have been created someone else. That's right. are, are you following me? Yeah. <clears throat> but they're so torn up, they don't even know what. That's why you know who you are. You can help people know, find out who they are. Mm -hmm. But you keep pointing them to the Lord. You have to discover on your own. I, I can help you and, and put, I can put your hand in the Lord's hand. Now you need to grab hold and now learn and walk. Praise the Lord. All right, where else shall we go? Go to Daniel 1. Good, I got some time. I'm, I, I'm going somewhere. It seems throughout Scripture, and I've said this many there seems like there's always promotion for those that stand on stand and they're pushed against the wall and people want to want to trick them and do something against them and the Lord always turns that around and they end up getting promoted. I, I, that's God. That's how God works. So that He gets the glory. Daniel one, and we won't read all this. Daniel was chosen because he was a good-looking man. He was wise, and, and, and they, were, they were chosen. They were slaves, but they were chosen. 
But the key here is verse 8, but Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself. He did what? <clears throat> he purposed in his heart. We have to purpose in our heart. I'm not, I'm not going that way. <clears throat> I'm not going to defile myself. <clears throat> I'm not going to believe that lie. And I'm not going to, I'm not joining that bandwagon. Not doing it. Amen. I don't care. You stand out alone, you stand out alone. Now, is that easy? No, it can be very difficult. That's what our young people deal with. And so the young people, man, if they're surrounded by they start caving in. I saw when I was in college. I was a heathen. Religious heathen. Sinner. I saw a guy, and I've shared, I saw a guy who would invite me to revival services, and God was, God was born on me in college. And I kept saying, nah, what's, I'm Catholic, you know. I can't, Catholic, I can't. I can't tell them. Give me cassettes to listen to. Cassettes. By Dallas Hall. Anybody ever hear him? It was about, I think the song was called Rise Again. I remember taking it home. I told my mom, listen to this. This is so good. I wasn't even, we weren't even saved. Clean cut, this guy. When we graduated college, he was living with a woman, selling pot, chewing tobacco, drinking. Yeah, you know, why? Because he hung around us. <laughs> and my God, we got to him. What a cry. I remember calling him, trying to get a hold of him. Kevin Allfield was After I got saved, I got saved a few months after I graduated. Man, I'm like... I was part of it. I, man, the Lord opened up my eyes and I saw I was part of dragging his life down the tube. I'm like, oh my God, now I need the witness. I could never find this. I couldn't get a hold of him. Well, that was before Facebook and all that. There was no sense. Did you look for him? I should. Mm -hmm. Kevin Allfield. Mm -hmm. Allfield? I don't even know how to spell it. And, mm -hmm. and I'm like, oh my God, this guy was eager to believe well, you need to be around a bunch of heathens. <clears throat> if you're now have strong resolve, you'll, you're going to cave. Daniel purposed in his heart. He said, "I would not defile. He would not defile him with a portion of the king's delicacies and with the wine which he drank. Therefore, he requested of the chief of the eunuchs that he might not defile him." Now God had brought Daniel into the favor and goodwill of the chief of the eunuch. God bring you favor to the strangest people. I'm done. He'll just give you favor. And the chief of the eunuch said to Daniel, I fear my lord the king who has appointed your food and drink for why should he see your faces looking worse than the young men who are your age? Then you would endanger my head before the king. So Daniel said to the steward whom the chief of the eunuchs had said over Daniel, Hananiah, Meshach, Azariah, which is Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they changed their name. Please test your servants for ten days and let them give us vegetables to eat and water to drink. And they were more healthy. So he backed off. I think at times we're afraid to put God to the test. And what I mean by that is a really stand with resolve. Because in the back of my mind, what happens if God doesn't show up? What happens if? 
right? Am I, uh, well, now I'm not talking about presumption. I'm talking about, man, you really. Shari, Misha, and Abednego, they said, you know what? We're not bound down to that. Our God will deliver us. And even if he didn't, we're not bound down. Oh, boy, did that tick him off. Right? They got out of that. They got promoted. Amen. You, you, you see that through the scriptures. Well, I think God wants to do some of that right now. But it, it's not going to come. Um, there, I, I don't know how to say it. There's not easy believism anymore. When I became a Christian, it was in vogue, if I can say it, like, to be a Christian. It's not anymore. To be a Christian. I think because there's so much fake out there, maybe. And because the world where it's going, man, you start standing up for what's right in the light. Who It bothers people. But those same people that are bothered are being drawn at the same time. And that's what you have to understand. They're being drawn at the same time, even though they're going to try everything they can to derail you. I've led people to the Lord doing that, where they try to derail me. See, you have the power, the supernatural ability to live right. God's grace was given to us so that we could live a certain way. His favor, His divine influence on our heart, and that ability. That's, that's God's grace, that favor to do and live right. So that we don't have to let sin and that old nature control us. Are you hearing what I'm saying? This is good. This is some meat a little bit. I like meat. We're, t- we're talking... Um, Marissa's uncle was a chef. Well, he still is. Cooked for thousands. He worked in a Hilton, just in what, New York, New Jersey. Well, he, I'm just, he's, because Marissa's dad's been around, he's bringing food over. And man, he made some soup. It was mushroom cheddar. God. I told her, I feel like I'm on a cruise. <laughs> I had some soup and a salad last night. <laughs> Didn't dig into the lasagna you made the other day today. All right, go to Luke 6. Let, let's, let's pick this Go to Luke 6. <laughs> You know, when I was young man, younger man, still young, we're young, we're young. I'm young. Okay. I could be 900 years old when I'm young. Praise God. But I'm alive when I'm 900. You know, we're in the millennial reign of Christ. We've talked over. Luke 6. But when I was in my 20s, when I got saved, man, I, I tell you what, I made a stand. And I didn't even know if anybody else believed. I remember walking around, man, does anybody else believe like this? 
I went over to Mike's house, started breaking all his albums. You know, what are you doing? I said, you need to make a break. Are you saved? I said, yeah, I don't even think you're saved. You're bare. I said, you bear no fruit in your life. Can you imagine that? This guy right in the face. I said, yeah, I don't see any fruit in your life. But he gave his life to the Lord back in early teens, reading the Hal Lindsey book about the end time. <laughs> but never really. Well, I went over and started breaking his album. And, you know, well, that's, yeah, that could be a new problem there. <laughs> that's what I did. So he, he did yeah. well, you, can't, you, you can't put your conviction on what the Lord told me to do. You know, I threw away. We could probably have a beachfront home in Boca Raton. Or, um, Ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> With everything I destroyed. <laughs> All my comic books. And you know, I don't regret it for a second because that's what the Lord put on my heart to do to make the bleep just break from the one I had to. What are you going to do? But in Luke 6. Why do you, verse 46, but why do you call me Lord, Lord? You know what Lord means? Master. You know, pretty soon they're going to be wanting to change the Bible. Oh, Lord, Lord. That's, you know, that means master. we got to get rid of that word. And not do the things which I say. Whoever comes to me and hears my saying. Remember we talked about hearing yesterday? Hears my sayings and what? Does them. I will show you whom he is like. He is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid a foundation on a rock. And when the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently against that house and could not shake it. You know what? You build your life on rock, it'll come. It won't shake you. Not going to shake you. Now, you might wobble a little bit. Won't shake you. Why? For it was founded on the rock. But he who heard and did nothing is like a man who built a house on the earth without a foundation against which the stream beat vehemently and immediately it fell, and the ruin of that house was great. And what happens to believers who compromise, they're miserable. They live defeated in every arena. Because their heart continues. And, and they have to, either they have to completely go backslidden and completely go that way so that they could... Um, because they're hard. Or they get right with God. Well, how do you know about that? Because I did it myself. When I first front slid a little, what I got saved, but I wasn't, I had no real foundation. And I, I did that. But I was miserable. Oh, Lord, gracious, was it horrible. Finally, I just I'm done. I'm not living. I'm not living like this. I I lost. You know what? I didn't have any friends. I had acquaintances now because my friend they respected me for my decision, but I couldn't hang out with them anymore. I didn't want to do what they were doing. You see, as a believer, we should be we should be drawn toward God's things. Amen. I like that. I like sports and that. And I, I'm not saying you, you live in a cave. 
be a nice king. But see, God teaches his children. God speaks to us. He's not an absentee father. He's speaking all the time. And so, but what's the benefit of living like? Boy, I got another. Go to Malachi 3. What's the benefit of living like? You please God, number one. You have a pure conscience. Well, you can't, you can't pay for that one. When you're pure on the inside and it's there, when there's, when you have fellowship with God and you know it, sin breaks there. Just like in a relationship, on when, 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 when that relationship, when something's wrong, it breaks that fellowship, that intimacy. Well, that's what sin does with you and I, or between you and God, and myself. Boy, when that's, when that's strong, oh, man. And your whole life doesn't have to be perfect. My goodness. Perfect. Perfect, you die and go to heaven. Then it gets perfect. Don't die yet. Malachi, are you in Malachi? Yeah. Is there benefits of, of living right? People try to live right in the religious world. All religion, man, they, they attain for higher and higher by, by trying to live a pure life. And it's filthy rags to the Lord. Doesn't mean a thing. Your words have been harsh against me. This is after he's teaching on the tithe. I'm in Malachi 3, verse 13. This is all with the tithe, but he says, Your words have been harsh against me, says the Lord, yet you say, What have we spoken what have we spoken against you? You have said it is useless to serve God. What profit is it that we have kept his ordinance and that we walk as mourners before the Lord of hosts? We kept your we kept your law, but we're mourning, we're sad, we're we're all beat up. There's nothing uglier than a beat up mourning Christian. Right? We've all probably done that. You have said, well, what have we spoken? You have said it's useless to serve God. What profit is it that we have kept His order and that we have walked this morning before the Lord of hope? So now we call the proud blessed. For those who do wickedness are raised up. Damn. Or built up. They even tempt God and go free. Well, if that's not society today, I don't know. Then those who fear the Lord spoke to one another, and the Lord listened and heard them. Uh, there's always someone that's people that are gonna fear God. So a book of remembrance was written before him for those who fear the Lord and who meditate on his name. 
That's why I like Jireh, Jehovah, Jireh, Jireh, my provider. God, I play that every day. That song is my go-to song right now. I play it every day. Probably a few times a day. Play it in my car. Play it when I'm shouting. Playing in here. Because it's so Somebody should write a song like Jehovah Rapha. For those who fear the Lord and meditate on they shall be mine, says the Lord of hosts, on the day that I make them my jewels. Well, you have to believe he's made you his jewels in the day. Today is the day. Not in the, this is the day. Why? This is the, now is the day of salvation. And I will spare them. As a man spares his own son who serves him. Then you shall again discern between the righteous and the wicked, between one who serves God and one who does not serve him. That's becoming clearer and clearer. I keep saying it. And you know what? You are on the side that you serve him. It should be clear. Now, it doesn't mean you're never going to get mad or just mess up. You mess up, you don't stay there. If you had, a, if if you pooped in your pants, or a baby poops in his pants, they need to clean it themselves. You leave them in that poop. Would you do that? No. Get up and clean in your pants, and you go on. <laughs> wow, Lord Jesus. That's an austerity. Go to Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, and I shall not want. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not what? Lack. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. What's he doing? He's you have peace, glory to God. The world's all in turmoil in their mind. You're at peace. He restores my soul. He does what? He restores it. He restores your soul, your mind. He restores it. Praise God. You ever see restored cars? Yeah. And they look nicer than they look when they are. Good. You know, I was watching that with uh, Pops, with Marissa's dad. Um, and it's somewhere in Florida, I think, Orlando area, but they, they do the auction, car auction. Is it a kiss me? Where is it? The makeup auction. Yeah, that's it. And man, you look at these cars. Well, I remember when I was younger, man, some friends had cars like that. And they're selling 40, 50, 60, so, you know, they've got different prices. Man, they're beautiful. Why? They are restored. Man, they are. Well, that's what he does to your soul. He restores. Boy, you needed my mind. Ooh, I like that. So you start looking at it like that, and then any goofy thought comes in, wait a minute, I'm restored. What the heck am I even entertaining that stupid thing for? Mm -hmm. 
He leads me in the paths of righteousness for His namesake. Matthew 6.33. We already looked at that. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you're walking through, I will fear no evil. Nah, I'm not fearing. I'm not going to fear. No fear. You have to choose it. Fear is a spirit. We have to resist fear. It comes. I'm t it comes to everybody. You, we have to resist it on purpose. For you are with me. You're robbing your staff to come. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemy. Here's some of the reward. He, pre he prepares a covenant meal before you in the presence of your enemies. God don't give a rip about the, uh, those enemies. He said, I'm going to prepare a table before you. We're going we're to have covenant meal. We're going to partake. We're going to have joy. We're going to have a relationship, intimacy, right in front of your enemies. And what are they going to do? They're just going to watch and get mad. <laughs> Gnash your teeth all you want. Because Bubba, behind me, is going to take care of Bubba. Who's that? That's one of my angels. Bubba. I always like that. I always think of Bubba Smith. Oh, we think a redneck, a redneck angel named Bubba. No, I think of Bubba Smith, some big black, black angels, white angels, red angels. Like a football line, nine feet four, four forty four. You got the soap, man, and you're just like. Hey, if you're going to think, you might as well think big. Glory to God. And they're standing there. You all right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're going to hear. I never know what I'm going They're lined up. You're eating. I don't know. Do angels eat? Well, they ate a little bit in the scripture, yeah. I want to eat in heaven. Glorified body. Boy, that would be such a downer if you don't eat. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus ate, so he had fish with the disciples. So praise God. Okay. Let's, let's come back. <laughs> I guess we're going to have a marriage supper and lamb. We're going to be some feasting. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. You're anointed. And here's, here's the big one. Walk with God, surely goodness and mercy follows you. You know, you ever see the vapor trail or plane? Your vapor trail is goodness and mercy. Amen. It's following me everywhere I follow me. What's that? I see something. Goodness and mercy. Following me. Following you. All the days of your life. And you will dwell in the house of the Lord. That's You dwell in the house. I have said that. What's in the God's house? Go in his cupboards. My God, it's not neat here. No paper products. I just went and bought a bunch of paper products. I'm set for a while. <laughs> a year. <laughs> paper. It's just me and you. No, there's your job. Yeah, yeah, you'll. 
You know, you open up God's cup. <laughs> what do you have a taste for today? Like, you gotta, you know, God's cupboards are full. Amen. You know, I go to the dollar. I like going to the Dollar Tree. I spend a lot of money in Dollar Tree. But you know what? One of the things I like to get there. I'm a little sidetracked, but I'm thinking about God's cupboard. <laughs> Sun-dried tomatoes. Yeah. They are so good. <laughs> Get a pack for a buck. Man, I usually buy, if I see them, I buy five or six at a time. I just, I'm going to start buying them all. <laughs> They're hard. They, they sporadically come in and out. But not yet. Man, they are. Yeah, but not God. <laughs> <laughs> you, you want some cherry tomatoes? See, that's, that's how you look. That's the reward. Matthew, now we look. Go to Genesis 30 and I will close. My friend Joseph. I look forward to meeting him. You're going to know all these people. They say you, you it, it's not, you don't know. You know, I've read testimony people. Man, they, they, they know that they don't even have it. I remember Jesse Plant said this about Abraham. Barrel chested man, you know, just But he said, I knew. I I I I I I knew. It's not like, oh, who are you? No, you know everybody. Verse 7. Joseph was taken as a slave, but he rose in Potiphar's. And it came to pass after these things that his master's wife cast longing eyes on Joseph, and she said a lie with him. But he refused and said to his master's wife, Look, my master does not know what is with what is with me in the house, and he has committed all that he has to my hand. Potiphar. Once Joseph got in there, he was blessed so much, he didn't even know what the heck he had. Joseph knew, he didn't. There is no one greater in this house than I. Wow. Not even you. That's probably what he's thinking. <laughs> Nor has he kept back anything from me but you, because you are his wife. How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? What a state. Not against Potiphar, which that, he said against God. See, when you start looking, it's not that you're doing it against to someone else. You're doing it to God. Ooh, man, that, that you just bumped that up a level, big level. See, things. It, it's not even you're doing it to somebody that's wrong, but it's against God. See, the fear of God, man. I'm not doing that because it's against God. Man, I don't want to hurt God. I don't. Well, how are you going to hurt God? You, God grieves. This is good. It's quiet. Man. So it was as she spoke to Jonah day by day. There was speaking. Just drip, drip, drip. Day by day by day. He's hearing, hearing, hearing. 
that he did not heed her to lie with her or to be with her. He did not. He did not heed. What happened? What happened to Samson? He heard it day by day. He gave it. Why did he give it? Because he was always he lived a compromised life. He was with women he shouldn't have been. He was doing things he shouldn't have been doing. And see, once you start compromising, it gets easier and easier to compromise. That's true. But if you if you say no, then it it, it you don't know that end. But the more you do it, the easier it gets. Well, amen. Amen. But it happened about this time when Joseph went into the house to do his work, and none of the men of the house was inside. She probably told everybody to leave. That she caught him by his garments saying, lie with me. But he left his garment in her hand, and man, he ran. And what did he say? He tried to rape me. And what happened to Joseph? Thrown in prison. You know, if you ever watch Joseph, man, I, that's so good. And I, I have to believe that because if Potiphar believed his wife, he would have had her killed. I think he believed Joseph, but he had to do something because if not, it, he, had, he had to do something, so he threw him in prison. Man, and he probably was so sad because now he lost Joseph. Joseph was brought the blessing. Then Joseph ended up second in command in the nation. Potiphar, and Potiphar now worked for him. But here I want to show you something. Verse 70, then she spoke to him with words like, like these, saying, The Hebrew servant whom you brought to us came in came in to, to, to me and to mock me. So it happened as I lifted my voice and cried out that he left his garment with me and fled outside. So it was when his master heard the words which his wife spoke to him, saying, Your servant did to me after his manner, that his anger was aroused. I'm thinking it might have been aroused against her. It doesn't say that. Then Joseph Master took him and put him into the prison, a place where the king's prisoners were confined. And he was there in the prison. But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy, and he gave him favor and the sight of the prison. What happens when you do what God will show mercy on you? You'll find favor with God, and God starts giving you favor with whatever. You, you lose something because you live, you've made a, a righteous stand. God said, you know what? Uh-uh. I won't put you. I'm, you're going to have favor with somebody else. And you're going to go further. See, people are like, oh my God, I'm going to lose my job if I, if I don't do. God, 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 will, God will come in and, and do something better. But again, it's, it's, it might not look like it. And like I said, I don't know why God is, why sometimes it doesn't look like it should. But we shouldn't be looking at what it looks like. We one of the things, and, and I had this message brewing in me, and, and I went this route, but I have one of my points, seeing the unseen. How do you see the unseen? How do you see what's not seen? That's where faith comes in. You see it like God sees it. 
that takes training. That takes time where, where, where you're continually feeding those gateways, that you're continually listening, reading, looking at, speaking what God's saying. Getting on the inside that is real so that now your response is God's way, not some, something else. Now, in the heat of the moment, sometimes you might respond a different way. And then you realize, oh my God, why did I? That's not what I'm talking about. That's a moment of stupidity or a moment of just anger, and you just. That's not a lifestyle, and it's not what's in your heart. You might, something might happen in an instant, and man, fear. Oh my God. But then, wait a minute. Then you realize, wait, I can't, I can't go this route. And, and the Spirit of God starts bringing back Scripture to your memory, and He starts speaking to you. I don't know how many times I, in my life I'll, someone will call me out of the blue. And it's not even at times I don't even need, but out of the blue, and they'll say, you know what, thank you. Man, I've talked to this person here. Thank you for, man, what you've done in my life. Out of nowhere. Where in the world does that come from? Well, it's got to come from the Holy Spirit. Just so the Lord is a reminder. Or you get a blessing that comes. And the Lord's like, just want to remind you, I'm still, I'm still around. I'm still. I keep believing for the bigger. Mm-hmm. So we think, man, we believe for bigger, and we don't see it right away. Well, that's when God does. God'll start as He's percolating, working thing behind the scene. He'll start bringing those smaller things just to help you to keep you. Oh, man, you're still in there. Versus all we talk, man. How many times has God done that? In the midst, maybe some of the most trying kind of other things. And you think, wow. Right? I mean, I. So our, our result, we live right, we believe right. See, living right to me is believing right. It's not just an action. Faith is action. But faith, faith law works to death. But if you don't. Mm. Faith believes in the heart and confesses with the mouth. And then action results. Right. Faith isn't just action. Because you're acting out of fear. Well, i got to believe I'm healed. So. I remember I did that after I got saved. And I threw out my foot pad. I'm healed. And it worked for a little while. I got flat feet. When I say flat, flat like a wall flat. No arch, zero, nothing. I, if, if my feet were wet, I'd make a footprint. It's absolutely flat. Like, what in the world is that? Lord, I need some arches. But in the meantime, I got arch support. I, I had to, I need it. Why was I going with flat feet? You know, I didn't realize that would keep you out of the military. 
I remember when I was in college, I was like, man, I'm tired of everything. So I was, thought, ah, I went to the Army recruiter, took the test, all that. I scored like 93%. He said, you can get any, any field you want. Now, I don't know if he's just blowing smoke, but I scored real high on that test. I remember sitting there, and there were people who couldn't even fill out the application. They're like, what, what is this? What do I do here? Your name. <laughs> no, I, I, no, I'm, I'm sure, and I, I, I wasn't even saying when I felt bad. Get him, get him a gun. Go <laughs> <laughs> get him a computer. But I thought, I don't know if they would ever let me in. I don't know if that's the case now. I know back then, they, if you had flat feet, they would not, because of you do so much running in that. Man, I, I remember running a lot in high school and college, baseball. So all we did was run. And I felt, my, my feet were like, you know, it feels like I'm rolling. I'm not even landing right well because of my flat feet. I didn't know what that was. I didn't even know I had flat feet. Until we ran so much, I couldn't walk. And so I couldn't run no more. I was riding an exercise bike. That was my workout. And finally I went, and that was another orthopedic surgeon or an orthopedic doctor. Well, you have flat feet. What's that? And that's when I first had arches. I'm glad somebody is. I'm not even following myself. Let's pray. Jesus. You know, you always need people in your life that'll just keep you on, on track. No, I'm serious. Marissa said I would be one of the most boring people in the world, she said, without her. So James, you know what? You'd be probably as boring as me without Kathy. You're right. I don't know how I got here. I can tell you how you got here. Oh, Lord. Help us. Lord, thank you. Lord, the benefits of serving you are tremendous. Lord, you have so much for us if we'll, if we'll continue. You said if we continue in your word, we are your disciples, and we'll know the truth, and the truth will make us free. Lord, this is a lifestyle. This isn't a one, one and done. Lord, we will not fall by the wayside. We will not compromise. We will not. We'll be like Joseph. We'll be like Daniel. We'll be like Shadrach, Meshach, and Amendment. Lord, and, and more than any of that, we, we're like our Lord Jesus Christ, who for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross, despising its shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the Father. Lord, there's joy. Promises bring joy. And so we'll continue to look to you. You are the author and the perfecter of our faith. And Lord, we'll live right. Because we are right. Lord, we'll show the world that there's still 
holy. We're set apart. Not that we're putting anyone down. Lord, because of your help and who you've made us, we can live differently. We live according to the kingdom. We don't have to live the world system. We are, we're kingdom people. And so we learn and live the kingdom of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God.